Welcome to what we're calling Chapter 27, but it could be Chapter 342 at this it's point. It's Chapter 35 for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to another chapter of me. I am a memoir, The Meaning of the Meaning of Mariah Carey with Posh and Fab. Uh, we are back in the book. It's been a while. We have been, it's been so long in Emancipation <laughs> Town. <laughs> I didn't Emancipation even know, Station. I didn't even know we were doing a book. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Me, I am the Emancipation of Amy. <laughs> Me, I am confused. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, we have read another chapter of the book. Uh, so if you're not up to date, it's the Father and the Sunset chapter. So hit pause, go read. Yeah. And then rejoin us. Well, have you a don't listen. have to. We'll, we kind of update you anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't need, like, this is just a free book. Yeah. It's a really long audio book. Really, is what this is. Really <laughs> long audio book that Mariah's not singing in because we can't afford the rights to that. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> you just get me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but before we head into our latest chapter, we do have to get our lowdown on... We've missed like a month and a half oh of Mimi moments. So, And it is, you know... It is Mariah Christmas time, so yeah. let's head on in to the many, 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 many moments. Me, me moments. You have no idea. We've got. We've had to have a whole new section. Oh, for this me, me moments. Oh dear. Which we'll get to. So, firstly, headlines. This is going to be a two-hour episode. Just to no, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's just I was like, how do I piece this together in a way that makes some sense? Mm. So we've got headlines. Headlines. Um, Mariah Mariah briefly acknowledged time to let everyone know about daylight savings, but then went back to not acknowledging time. Thank goodness. (laughs) She also wished uh, Caution a happy anniversary. Oh, I I love Caution. Third anniversary. Me too. Is it really Um, three since Caution? It feels like six months. Feels yes. like six well, it months. is. I mean, it's probably six weeks in Mariah time. Well, yeah, um, it has, she hasn't been born yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have something in the works that'll be like a little partnership with Make a Wish. So we're not sure what that's going to be yet, Ooh. but that could be a moment. Um, the new little section that I've had to create because there was just so many is festive headlines. <gasps> Festive headlines. festive headlines. There are many festive headlines. I can't the, even. Oh my god! I so many. I might even are. miss some if I do. You'll please have to miss some. Well, we, um, we we can pick them up. And, like if any that you miss, will land on the tarp with all the names I've dropped. True. And you can just sweep them up and pick through them. <laughs> <laughs> In, I'll sweep them into the Santa sack. It's yeah. fine. Um, so I mean, starting with it's time. Oh. Mariah I has love smashed. that this is now a thing. I yes. love that she's turned the 1st of November into a special day for Mariah. <laughs> well, I've already tweeted that I think Mariah needs to have a song called It's Time. She, You do. From like, next year onwards. That is an amazing thing that we must yeah, bring this, I was like, this is happening. It's not a request. It's yep. just, this is what's happening now. Yeah. Um, so I'll be looking forward to November 1st next year. Um, it's, so It's time hit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it would be a good name for a song. Yeah, it's time. Like for a Christmas song, it's time. It's uh, yes, time. it is, Mariah. Um, it's time for sleigh bells. <laughs> it's time for jingles. <laughs> and then at the very end, she just had, has to say like a whisper of like, but let's get through Thanksgiving first. You know, like it's just like a real like awful stop on it. While she's also um, going, Ta-da! Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's a whole... <laughs> So, Mariah has smashed Dem Pumpkins at its oh. time of Christmas with a quick pit stop um, at Thanksgiving, yes. darlings. And after a bar all but banned, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah is armoured. She's armoured up to fight the war on Christmas. Oh, that's right. She put on her... She, <laughs> she, she got is her ready. I know. World of... What was it? World of something. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, war, game. War something. 
Yeah, that one. That um, one. Christmas War. My, my ex used to play it. He was mad for it. He had okay. a bunch of friends and they were on, all on there being horrendous. And that's why he's your ex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know this is after. <laughs> oh, okay. was um, there, will, <laughs> there will be a special called Mariah's Christmas. The magic continues <gasps> the magic on Apple continues. TV+. Plus. Oh, Apple. I know. So, so, I cancel that subscription. Right, because we'll need it because we will be covering also, it. you know, the morning show is on at the moment and that is... I need to watch that. The that new is season. some hot shit. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Look. If I told you there was a TV show that had Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and Juliana Margulies, like, why wouldn't you watch that? Yeah, that's just like they could just be hanging out at each other's houses drinking wine, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch that. I would watch that show. Yeah, sounds very. If only it was in outer space, it would be amazing. (laughs) Ah, and Christine Christine Lardy was a nurse. They could be patients. (laughs) Yeah. They can be patient. I was thinking at some stage, space nurse. I know. At some stage, we might have to script an episode of this for this podcast <laughs> a little bonus you know i've been trying to watch <laughs> that evil episode. show because of christine lardy because mm-hmm. i love the main girl who's in it and i love mike yep. coulter mm-hmm. um but yeah christine lardy it's all about christine lardy. it's all about christine lardy she's so underutilized <laughs> she is more she there's more towards the end of the season all oh, right excellent I, we need even more yeah um so yeah that'll come in december and we will cover it mariah yes. has also released the mariah collection full of festive goodies at oh. mariahchristmaschop.com i know don't i, I have know. gone a little bit crazy with did you buy <laughs> did you buy something i'm looking i'm thinking of getting the ornament <laughs> because it's iconic now yes based on last year have you bought something or I'm, on the I'd, look i've maybe I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you bought everything. <laughs> like it's we we live in we live in summer at Christmas. I won't ever get to wear a job. I know. So I have one too, which will come up later in this episode. But I was looking. There's a blanket. There's sock slipper things, and I was like, no, I'm gonna try, just get the ornament. I haven't ordered it. I need thongs and shorts. I'm wearing thongs and shorts now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lastly, in the festive headlines, McDonald's has created a Mariah menu with oh. 12 days of giveaways, all served in special Mariah packaging. I I can tell you the fact that this is not here in our, our McDonald's is oh. probably we a just- blessing. <laughs> For my waistline. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so you only need to spend a dollar. I need. Can I please have an entire tub of the Mariah special sauce, please? <laughs> With a side of Mayo McCheese. Oh, Mayo McCheese and I the Rogue Traders. That's, that's how we fell in love. I know. <laughs> But we also have our lead story. Oh, my God. There's a lead festive story. There's a lead festive story, which is Fall in Love at Christmas. Oh, yes. The new single, Feet, Khalid and Kirk Franklin. We ran to the premiere because I got a message from Fab saying, (laughs) was it just a link? I don't even think you said anything. Just link. I just said, Uh, (laughs) I think it was just like, I'm watching this. (laughs) when it it happens and it was a link that was like it was a half hour countdown yeah and I think I might have been having lunch or something and I just jumped up and ran to the computer (laughs) I sent it to um, I posted it in my work slack Um, and I'm like nobody contact me I'm busy (laughs) yeah like what are you doing I'm like well I'm watching this countdown for the next half an hour and then I'm going to watch the song over and over for half an hour so don't call me So, Mariah has appeared on the Bobby Bones show to talk about the single. Heaven. And so, we've got a little bit of background on it, which talks about incorporating green sleeves. Mm. Did you notice this in the beginning? A little bit. A like, little I, bit, yeah. I thought there was an ice cream truck coming. and uh... I mean, look, you wouldn't be mad if an ice cream truck sounded and then Mariah showed up. Yeah, well. On a fire engine dressed as Santa. Yeah. But this is the thing. Like, because we have Christmas in Australia is in summer. So we're actual. There's nothing surprising about hearing an ice cream truck. In, in That's at true. Christmas. It's like, oh yeah, the ice cream truck comes now because it's summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ice cream trucks should just play the intro to "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Oh my god! Ding 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. Mariah cream. Oh, Mariah cream. <laughs> Yes, um, but within this interview, Festive she also sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Christmas colours, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, or Italian um, if it's 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 gone January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Just cross out Christmas sprinkles, right? Italian sprinkles. <laughs> Um, now we do get an explanation that there are two butterfly lounges. There is one in New York and there is one in Atlanta. There are two. So butterfly we've got lounges. a double butterfly, DP of butterfly lounges. Oh my god! Um, and different. So is artists. this the Atlanta one? 
I think this was her home one. Oh. This is in New York, but I think right. Atlanta was in the studio where they recorded. I see, mm. I see. Um, but apparently different artists have been going through the Butterfly Lounge, so there might be more. <gasps> it wasn't here. Whole... Like oh, oh, my God. So the Christmas special that we're mm. going to get on Apple TV, will it come with an entire album well, of festive... This- Extra special to uh, Maybe because in maybe an interview similar, like same day, she was interviewed by Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and she was like, I do have four Christmas albums. And I had to count because she's got the two main ones. But then she's got the movie soundtrack mm. from the little animation. Mm. And last year's... Um, Apple TV. Know, uh, yes. And I'm like, so maybe there's a fifth one a fifth on its way. Um, or is it also- the best of Mariah Christmas? Because they always have like a rando single that comes out. Maybe. And this could be it. Just everything. We just want everything we just want, Christmas. Yeah. Um, she's also just within this mentioned that she's still figuring out the adaptation of the meaning of Mariah Carey, whether it be a TV series or possibly a series of movies. A series of movies. Like Harry Potter, but with like Mariah. Harry <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? <laughs> a series of movies on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah. And then my favourite thing about this interview... Um, was she talks about writing All I Want for Christmas mm. Is You and then finishing finishing it up with my then collaborator, Walter A. Walter A, you didn't oh even get a God. name. Was, oh. And then it was like then, then collaborator. collaborator. Um, which is weird because Snuffleupagus starts with this. But anyway, <laughs> um, maybe alphabet is like math. I don't know. <laughs> Walter A. But as a little special moment. Walter A-hole. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, that's Maybe that's what she calls it. Um, but as a little special festive moment for everyone, mm-hmm. I thought I'd do a little posh synopsis <gasps> of the video. You have to. I have to. You have it's to. It's a new, new video. Are you ready? A posh synopsis. A posh synopsis. Festive, festive posh synopsis. Twinkle, 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 yeah. twinkle. <laughs> I don't know if I could get a squeal out, but let's just say I did. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I got something. It's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Starting with the Greensleeves intro, mm-hmm. it's snowing. We're in the Butterfly Lounge in front of seven million albums sold. Seven million. Seven million. Seven hits. Seven hits. million hits. All the hits. So many hits. hits. Um, Khalid comes in surrounded, uh, sounding very dreamy. It would be even better if I knew what the hell he was saying. Someone <laughs> needs enunciation in their stocking this year. <laughs> Thank God Mariah starts singing, elevating this to legend status. They have a little black Irish splash. Oh, I love some product placement. (laughs) And is Mariah wearing a basketball outfit? Yes. Great. Um, Now she's outside in gold, standing next to pillars that struggle to hold up her talent. Yeah. Um, We have a pink vocal booth and Kirk plays piano and the choir arrives. Mariah squeals. Rocky wears the same Mariah merch hoodie that I have, but it's always too hot to wear in Christmas. Um, <laughs> and then the choir is like, boom, church, y'all. Oh. And the Butterfly Lounge becomes a party. Rock and Jack, sorry, Ro and Jack have a little dance. Jack. Mariah triple squeals. And suddenly I need rice upon rice upon rice. And Mariah and Dem Babies <laughs> snuggle and everything is right in the world. So I am still trying to find out. I think apparently she's saying grace upon grace upon grace. Right. But I'm pretty sure she's just saying rice because it's snowing and they're we cooking. We've come to snow and we filmed this in, in July when it's summer. So we just tipped some rice. Rice the... upon rice upon rice and then it'll so look it like snow. Like snow. <laughs> <laughs> so from now on, that's what it is. I don't care. Rice upon rice upon rice. <laughs> And every time I like, I don't know, order a meal or and if I want I, lots does of it something. Does it come with rice upon rice upon rice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if I if I want a lot of something, it's gonna be I want rice upon rice upon rice. It's just it's what it is now. That is But that yeah. Is, I love that poshnopsis. Thank you. It was a fun festive version. Festive I, I could not. It was beautiful. I loved Thank it. You. I loved the song. <laughs> Oh my god, so good! Yeah, I listening to it when I was going through doing the postnopsis because when you watch it first, you know that premiere, we were just mm. beside ourselves because yeah. it, we, it could have been anything and we yeah. would have lost our minds. Yeah. But I was more excited by the again. seven million albums, all the hits on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much happening. Uh, if you want to um, come to Mariah's house and sing a duet with her, you have to look at all the hits. <laughs> yeah, <in the> <laughs> uh, there's two of them. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but oh, I said listening hits <laughs> with an H. <laughs> no, I said I was talking about yeah, I was talking about the butterfly lounge. Oh, there's <laughs> two butterfly lounges. That's how many hits there are. She needs thought, two lounges. I thought, I thought you misheard me when you said there no, were seven two million of hits. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, I'm, we're there. Two of the hits. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest hits. If the you greatest hits. Uh, hits. <laughs> But um, no, listening to it again today and oh, just I've had it taking on it in. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. But I was like, oh no. Like for some reason in my, like the first listen, I thought this is 19 songs in one, but it's not. It's sort of one vibe yeah. that builds. And then it's like, we think we're done. Oh, <laughs> no, it's church time. Have you listened to, there's a radio edit, which oh. I know you love. I do love. That ends, but I don't think this That ends before it. Kirk turns up. No, I kind of... I mean, I will listen to it, it but gets, I She like gets the squeal out and then it ha- has that wow. beard at the end and then it stops. Okay. And then... Because, you know, and then it goes to church. Like, there's yes. no church in the radio. Oh, way. no. See, I like church. No, I love church. Yeah, I'm no, I'm, church. I, I don't mind the length of this yeah, particular track. I, really, I found... I didn't like it. The first time I, the first time I heard it, I didn't like... Khalid's um, weird double-tracked vocals where it's like high and yeah. low at the same time. I'm like, he looks like he's only got one mouth. How is he singing twice? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a mixture of that and the enunciation. But then like, the more I listen to it, the more I go, yeah, I really like you. I'm into him. I well, think that's it- good because a lot of my songs are double-tracked. Oh, good. <laughs> um, but also, like, I, li- I think he's cute and I like his... Yeah. Um, you know what I think it makes it sound like there's no enunciation is that he's smiling all the way through it, whereas normally he doesn't smile during his songs. Oh, interesting. But it's also a style that people hits. are doing. He's very, very happy. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's a style thing that people... Like, a choice that people are making at the moment. Of it's two, not my favourite. Of... of, of uh, 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 uh. Like, they don't actually <laughs> like use their jaw. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I think when it's, when it's on its own, I don't mind it. But when it's next to Mariah. Yeah. Who who's got the diction. Clear. Yeah. It's, she it has just the diction, darling. But once she comes in, I don't notice it as much because she's yeah. just like, well, I'm, I'm here now. So yeah. everything's going to be Anyone okay. who's going to sing crying things throwing... <laughs> Trying to figure out where the hell it went wrong. Yeah, yeah, all of that in such. Do you know I struggle with our accent? It's the um, the pain reflected. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing things, crying, trying to (laughs) figure out where the hell it went. The pain reflected in this song ain't even half of what. Yeah, it's hard. Ain't even (laughs) half. Yeah, yeah, like we know all those words because of her amazing diction. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that brings us to the end of the Mimi Memoranda. I'm exhausted. That was right? a lot of Mimi. <laughs> but yeah. It's the hits. Uh, all the hits. Uh, which means you need a recap now. <laughs> I do. I like one. How about one? Last chapter threw shade at the Latin Elvis for not having a spa, <laughs> <laughs> for not having the ocean. <laughs> uh, but he did have a private jet full of flowers. Um, then she recorded the multi platinum album with all the hits, uh, Emancipation of Mimi, hit, 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 uh, inspiring three full episodes of this very podcast to talk mm-hmm. about the hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she hooked up with the dancer, even though she was his boss. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to have someone else's babies, though. <laughs> it's in between. It's fine. Get engaged to someone else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope she did the full Jaja with the engagement, which was... Um, Jaja was like... Because she'd been married so many times. And she's like... She was asked if she gave the ring back. She goes, darling, I always give the ring back. Always. I keep the diamond, but I give back the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Jaja. She was the best. Um, all right, it's time for some gist. Yeah, please gist, gist us up. This gist, this gist. Uh, <laughs> Unmobbable. <laughs> Mariah's father, Alfred Roy, passes away and she brings him flowers, sings at his memorial and does up his car. We can't even joke because it's about to get really fucking real. <laughs> it's real. I couldn't oh, even find an amusing thing to say about it because I'm like, well, I can't. I listened to it on a plane and it was hard work. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
some kid was kicking the back of my seat and I was like, I don't care. I am in a place. <laughs> yeah. Especially because you would have had to, you would have gone from Latin Elvis mm. emancipation into this because you would have listened to all three. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite a contrast. It is. It's like, yeah. And I mean, there's the return of some characters that I was not ready for. Yeah. I was like, oh God. Okay. So yeah. are, are you ready to break it down? I'm ready to break it on down. <laughs> <laughs> So, part four, Emancipation, The Father and the Sunset. Throughout his life, Alfred Roy worked steadily as an engineer and very much looked after himself. He hiked, he avoided sweets, he Mm. didn't have too many splashes. No. He even gave up all vices in a day, which did get me thinking of, like, our vices. Yeah. Obviously, we love a sweet, but outside Mm. of things that go in our mouth or... Uh, what did I call it? Oral consumption. Oral consumption. Um, <laughs> what would you say is your biggest vice? Uh, well, I used to be a very heavy drinker, as you oh, remember. Yeah. Um, and then I stopped. Like, altogether. Like, not, not yeah. even, like, in between. Not even, like, oh. Like, I had, I took two weeks off in 2013 and just never went back. Um, <laughs> so, that was a vice. I used to have... Uh, the other terrible vices. Um, you know, I was a little bit Alison in my day. <laughs> Stop. My, my ass is going to be so much more G-rated. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, the, you know, I don't do that anymore. But that was mostly just because I, I just wanted to keep drinking. <laughs> oh, my God. It's I need to stay awake so I can drink. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, mm. I'm too drunk. I need to, like, yeah, oh, that'll no. help me. Um, See, this question was meant to make... Things lighter. But yeah, my worst my worst vice at the moment would probably be um lollies and cheese. <laughs> Just, oh really? Yeah. I'm so mad for cheese. I can't get enough we cheese. cheese. Yeah. I mean I, I stayed away from food stuff because I've got some issues in that. I know area. you do. <laughs> um, so I, I was trying to think of what what's something that's just like because literally I like looking up the actual definition of the the term vice, it's mm. quite broad. Yeah. It can be criminal or it could just be an unhealthy habit, whatever. Or it can be, and, you know, something <laughs> against the Bible. A sin. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there's so many things, bigger control freak, whatever. Um, but the one that I thought is kind of the most sort of like, I know this is so wrong, but it just feels so good, is gossiping about other people. Oh, man. That <laughs> because, is... Because, like, I don't like drama in my life. Oh, my God. if someone else has some drama, I'm like, you need to fill me in about everything. <laughs> you, see, this is... Oh, you've got to watch the morning show because there was a whole gossip thing in the oh. last episode and it just... Oh, it was really painful and really difficult to to watch someone confronted with the effect their gossip had had 20 years later. I should like, say, I, <gasps> I don't peddle the gossip. I just take it in. Yeah, but ped- but even taking <laughs> it passive, in. Passive gossip. In, but that involves, you know, that's, yeah. It involves. It's taking. terrible. I know. Yeah. And I went, like, like, I have... look who you're talking to. I was a professional gossip. It's what you for yeah, a exactly. decade. I I talked about other people's bullshit for so long. I had so yeah. many annoyed celebrities ringing me and going, "How could you say that about me on the radio?" <laughs> Usually through um, our mutual agent. Sadly, um, she has oh, to do no. with a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like two of my best friends and I have like a little group chat where we keep in touch. Mm. And 99% of it is like, guess what happened today? Oh, my God. <laughs> guess what someone from high school just did? <laughs> I know. It's, so it is it is hard to not gossip. It is. It's just, oh, it's the, it's, is it dopamine? Is that what? It's like, I have yeah. nothing in my life. Give me. I need yeah. something. Anyway. <laughs> is that, maybe, is that what we're doing about Mariah? Are we gossiping? No, we're reading her, her memoir. No, we're we analysing. Her. Yeah. <laughs> we don't believe um, anything that's said about her that's not from her. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, even what we say. Yeah. Um, now, because of Alfred's healthy habits, it was mm. a shock when he was diagnosed with bile duct cancer. Yeah. And Mariah was in Capri recording Charm Bracelet when she got the news and her father t- uh, suggested that she come not for any financial reasons, but for closeness and closure. So that was a nice quick mention of like, oh, he's, he doesn't take advantage of me financially. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, yeah. I, I, have, I have detailed in much gruesome detail the people in my life. Uh, Mm -hmm. who have taken advantage. So just making sure you know he wasn't one of them. Yeah. Um, And we get a little bye-bye moment before Mariah visits. Mm. 
spoken. the first visit, um, <laughs> is it spoken? It's spoken. Not sung? Okay. There is there is a singing, but it's not that one. Okay, not that one. Um, the first visit, he looked well, but as Mariah mm. says, cancer can be a swift bandit stealing life right out of your body before you even know it's broken in. <laughs> so once I got to this quote, I was like, oh yeah, this, this there's no laughing in this chapter. No. Um, so his cancer was a rare form and incurable. So mm. Mariah started to travel back and forth from Capri to New York to be with him. Yep. Um, and this is where we get a little Sunflowers Valford Roy moment. So was yep. this song? No. Okay, still spoken. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm wondering if I know now <laughs> what song. Um, so when Mariah would visit, she'd often bring flowers upon flowers upon flowers. Mm. See what I did there? Um, but soon Alfred became intolerant to their fragrance. Yeah. It was hard. F- it was hard to fathom that the beauty I thought I was bringing him was making him sicker. But on the previous Father's Day, Mariah had brought him some sunflowers, and she thought, as they're scentless, and mm. bringing flowers to hospital is Mariah's vice. Yes. She thought this is a good, like a little in between. I can do this. Yeah, this is a compromise. And this is how Sunflowers became her and her father's symbol. Yeah. So they knew that Alfred Roy didn't have much time, making their healing more urgent. Mm. And for the first time, Mariah opened up about her struggles growing up, mm-hmm. explaining that the hate she felt from some white people was so real that she didn't have the tools to handle it and didn't want her father to think it was his fault. Can I tell she, you? Mm. The. Like, she struggles to get through reading Does this she? part. Like, this oh, it's, is, it's a lot. This is really, like, it It kind of... I was caught up in this wave of emotion, just like, oh, wow. we've just had this, you know, the glory and excitement of the emancipation of, mm-hmm. of me. Um, you know, meeting Tanaka, got being on tour, having all that fun, and then you just come crashing down to this reality. Yeah. And I think, like, structurally, for, as far as the book goes, like, we we start with Alfred Roy. Yes. Like, we start with him and his fresh linguine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Elegant. <laughs> Elegant fresh linguine. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, so he's been kind of missing throughout the book, but we've seen all the other horrendous members of her family and the yeah. horrific things they've done. And then we come back to this man who, and just the description of him being a strong man and now brought low by this disease. Yeah. And yeah, just, but because we've had many examples of her childhood being treated horrifically because of, you know, who her father is, like this just, it was... It was one of those things where you're like, I did not expect to come back to this narrative. Like this no. is like and it's it takes your breath away. And again, like we are both white people. We don't have this lived experience, but oh my God, the way she paints this picture is mm-hmm. not just with words, but also just her almost almost being incapable of reading it out. Yeah, is, I'm curious to hear it. Is really, it's quite powerful. And I'm just, yeah, I literally had my breath taken away. I was just I was sitting in a plane, just going. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. I think this is probably, the way this is written, mm. it's very matter of fact. There's not a lot of, um, like she's painting a picture, but she's not painting a picture, if that makes sense. Yeah, she's, she's not. not She's not um, selling the emotion and not, stuff. Like, no, but it's she's, just this is what happened. Yeah, this, this is, is how I like. felt. Like, it felt yeah. awful. It was a horrible experience. And I don't blame you, but, you know, yeah. And there's, there's, you know, even that saying, like, as in, sorry, saying that she doesn't blame him. There's so much in that one sentence. Yeah. Like, it's very weighted, everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, we're reminded of the incident of racial bullying in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. We also get, uh, you know, a new story about a boy spitting on her on the bus. Oh, horrific. um, And how she couldn't go to the parents, like the the, um, kids' parents or the teachers, because they were problematic as well. Yeah. Um, And she confessed that she didn't know where to be and says, I didn't know if you cared, which... One, just was, you know, hard to hear. Mm. um, But it also brought up reflections again where we kind of talked about that being a very real immediate kind of feeling in that song and we thought you know it's got to be about patricia but just that line i was like i wonder if Mm. there's a bit of alfred roy yeah in that song because i think probably out of the whole glitter album it feels the most mariah in terms of the emotion it doesn't feel like it's about billy yeah um, and I, yeah, it just struck me every time. And even when I reread it, I could still hear that, like just that that kind of 
the rawness. Yeah. In that I didn't know if you cared. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh. We can do this. <laughs> so Alfred Roy um, didn't want to die in hospital. So they had to rush to get him to his girlfriend's house, mm. played in my head by Gene Smart. Oh so my this is, God. This, this is, is how the I'm lightening. Best imaginary casting of all time. Right? Yeah. This is how I'm lightening the mood <laughs> because it's Gene Smart. Oh, Amazing. But, you know, she's incredible. Have you watched Mirror of East Town? Like, she's so. Cool. No, but I did watch the other one. She plays um, Fruit Ninja so viciously. It is amazing. Oh, really? <laughs> it's just like the I weird, like... It. I think I've got is it. Is that in I've... the script? Or is she just like decided, I'm just going to play Fruit Ninja while you make this show around me? <laughs> <laughs> just like proper grandma scrabbling at the iPad. <laughs> like that's what... Um, we Like we would watch that with Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Like we need Jean Smart. Yeah, we need Jean Smart in the background playing Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he lightened it up She worked <laughs> um, So nephew Sean was there to help um, And support And they got some things from Alfred's And noticed while it wasn't a mess like Pig and Patricia's yeah. It wasn't as orderly as it once was Yes um, And while there Mariah found a bundle of newspa- uh, newspapers and clippings All of her With notes written within the margins Or oh. you know, a piece of circle that Alfred liked and Mariah hadn't realised that he'd been keeping up with her career from afar, that he cared, and that he was proud. Another um, moment where her voice started to waver. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because I feel like, you know, it sounds depressing, but the thing that came into my head during this part was if she'd kind of stumbled across this in someone else's house, it yeah. would have been scorekeeping or... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, if, if she went to um, an ex-brother or sister's house and came across, it, this is ammo... Yeah. You know, like we're collecting this to get you. Yeah. Sort of thing. When um, when my dad died yeah. um, in like this country town in the middle of nowhere um, and my sister and I went out, we had lost contact with him years earlier and then my godparents, like daughter-in-law contacted me at the radio station and said, oh, your dad's not well. You should maybe go on. Oh, and then by the time I found him, he was he'd just gone. So we went to the funeral. Um, and I got given this bag full of stuff. It's like, oh, this is yours because this is all like this is all that he had, and it was like literally nothing. So it was like a Collingwood hat and a deflated Collingwood bowl that he loved. Um, but there were all these articles about me that he'd cut out of the paper. Oh, and I was really? Like, oh my god! Like, like you know, I'd change my name. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of distanced myself from him as much as I could, and I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Then he still thought, oh, you know. He's, he's doing well. My weird giant gay son. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, by this point, you must have been a puddle on that plane. <laughs> uh, yeah, this part of the book was also, I was like, oh, I have been there, Mariah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Like, it's just like, I mean, he didn't write notes in the margin. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know that he could write. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. This is depression upon depression upon depression. Rise upon rise upon rise. <laughs> but yeah, I like that was a moment. I was just like, oh, that is so cute. Because like, and her not really knowing that, like, as you know, men of that generation didn't share their feelings. Like, it just mm-hmm. was not done. Like, this, yeah, this, and this does I bring something of this up. Yeah, a little later. Um, but the, you know, Mariah sort of saying that this meant more to her than all the awards and all of the Quincy Joneses. Yeah, not only her awards, and she has many, but all of Quincy Joneses. Yeah, like I, um, it, she should have said it was worth more than all of the hits on Emancipation of Mimi because there's so many of those. Yeah. <laughs> so many. What a line! <laughs> um, there's more than now, Quincy Jones has. That's Grammys. yes. <laughs> um, now. We get the return of Cousin Vizzy. Oh, for Cousin Vizzy. <laughs> Cousin Vizzy, some, the aunties and nephew Sean helped install a hospital was, bed. Cousin Vizzy. Cousin Vizzy. Helped install the hospital bed in Jean Smart's living room mm-hmm. to make it more comfortable and homey. Um, as his medications took hold, his desires began to disappear. So Mariah would do little things to keep their memories alive, oh. like cooking white clam sauce and banishing Parmesan from the earth. <laughs> Elegant, fresh linguine. <laughs> um... Now, this was something that struck me reading this part, which is sort of about that whole process of almost grieving before you're grieving. And how it's not just that Mariah was doing things to comfort Alfred Roy, 
they were things that were very connected to her as well. Mm. It almost comforting herself through this time by doing those little things that they would do together. Yeah. Which I just thought was really interesting. Like, I don't know. It's almost like taking control when you know you can't take any control, if that makes sense. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. going to happen. So how can I almost as positively as possible fill that time and make it a, you know, a comfortable space, not just for the person passing, but for myself mm. as well. Not consciously, but I don't know, just going through those things that um, give you little bits of joy during yeah. what is really quite a shitful yeah. moment, really. Um, I, though I am concerned about with Alfred Roy not being able to take the scent of flowers, how a fishy clam sauce would have gone down. <laughs> but we'll say he loved it. No, but didn't he like start to fall apart? Like, you know, maybe the flowers were too floral, whereas that smell is probably... You Possibly. Know. I just... Because it's fish. I just in my head, I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mariah. <laughs> I had to find levity in this chapter somewhere. Not helping. And that is where I found it. <laughs> um, now, Mariah's... Oh, sorry, Alfred Roy's dying wish was that Mariah and her ex-sister Alison would speak again. I know. Um, but he wasn't aware of how bad things had gotten between them. But for a limited time only, they could be in a room together and Mariah was able to speak uh, to Alison again. Whole sentences like, How about you get the fuck out? <laughs> Which was just lovely, I thought. I know. Um, she probably but, would have rather have had lunch with people she didn't know with regular names. But instead, probably. she tolerated her ex-sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of respect, they kept their drama tucked in. But darling, it was a meaty tuck. <laughs> meaty tuck. Mistake. It was a meaty tuck to keep all that drama in. <laughs> um, the only time things got tense was when ex-brother Morgan came Morgan. to the hospital. And Alfred Roy refused to see him. Uh, they triggered each other too much. And Mariah suspects that their issues being due to power, strength and masculinity. Mm. Alfred Roy didn't want to be seen by Morgan in such a vulnerable state. Yeah, that makes um, sense. And this was the, the part sort of what you're talking about before, where it's sort of like if this doesn't show the deep flaws in that toxic masculinity and mm. just the damage that that can do, where a father and son can't say goodbye to each other yeah. because of this sort of invisible thing. Like... Well, I mean, there was a lot of violence between them that... I mean, that too, yes, obviously. I mean, And also, like, what... You know, we've only seen brief moments of it in here, but you kind of presume if that... Like, that that wasn't a one-off. Like, that that happened a lot. So... But at the core of it probably was this power struggle... Yeah. ...that was was created by this need to be the strongest or the yeah. best or whatever it is. And it's just so sad that I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, this is such a good example of how damaging that can be and why we need to yeah. move beyond it. Because just the thought I of think, not... I think some people yeah. are just limited and they can't. And that's that's their life, sadly. Yeah. Um, and as Mariah says, father and son could not find peace on this earth, but perhaps God, the father, can do it for them. One day, maybe soon. I don't know. Accidents happen, Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) You're taking out a hit on Morgan. No. That that was someone else speaking. That wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to find levity. Don't try and find levity. Just just live live and be in the moment. It's fine. It's uncomfortable. Even on his deathbed, when he couldn't speak, Alfred showed restraint, only asking for one milligram of pain meds when needed. Um, And he became conflicted about faith and religion. Mm. um, And not having a bar of that, Mariah began to read the Bible to him, whether he liked it or not. Yeah. I am reading the Bible. Um, He made no requests for the tradition of ceremony at his funeral, but he had attended the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship. Try saying that three times. (laughs) Um, where he'd felt accepted, and out mm. of respect for this unconventional congregation, Mariah allowed his funeral to be held there, but only if she could bring the church to the service, darling. Oh, yes. So Mariah, with help from Melanie Daniels and Tots, filled the place with sunflowers, shipped in a gospel choir, and even had time to shoot the video for Through the Rain. <laughs> she recreated it in Through the Rain. <laughs> <laughs> but I went back and watched it to make more sense of it. Yeah. And that's what my background is today. Yeah. Um, we get a little moment of going up yonder. It was a whole Pentecostal moment. Oh, and it is 
it this is, is where she sings. She sings one of the one line from uh, Sunflowers earlier. Okay, uh, but this has this has production. Oh, and and Melanie and Tots and the whole oh. like this is a churchy moment. Like this is okay. this is a, a a high clapping. Let's let's praise, and it is it is quite a bit a bit. Because you've just come through these couple of moments where Mariah is struggling Mm -hmm. to even read, you know, these words. Um, Because the memory is obviously very real still and it's still a really painful and, you know, difficult thing that she's been through. Um, Yeah, but then this is just like, oh, oh, now we're in church. Now Mm -hmm. we are getting some full-throated gospel singing. And you know I love when Mariah does gospel. We, we love gospel Mariah. Yeah. Um, so Mariah treasures the few possessions Alfred Roy left her, especially his prized possession, his Porsche Speedster. Mm-hmm. In tribute, Mariah had it restored to mint condition. Um, and a favorite photo of Mariah sees her son Rocky sitting in the driver's seat with big sunglasses. And the quote reads, he doesn't know the rough roads I or the grandfather he never met had to travel to get him into the soft, comfortable leather of that luxurious driver's seat. And he shouldn't. Not yet. He's still a little boy. So this was so touching. Uh, <laughs> Even my cold little heart was uh, like, <gasps> because we don't often hear this side of Mariah as a mother. Like she talks yeah. about them babies, yeah, and about protecting them, but it's sort of not in specifics. It's sort of yeah, um, very general and kind of like almost as if I'm going to protect them forever. But this was more sort of saying, no, I'm protecting them right now yeah. because they're children, yeah, and they're going to have the childhood that I didn't have, and one day. We will talk about these things yeah. and they will know of my story, you know, the bits that she wants them to know or they'll read the book, mm. whatever. Um, but it just sort of showed us real Mummy Mariah, if that makes yeah. sense, um, rather than the, the version and that, again, you know, is... the voice, you know. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I, find um, it, I find it fascinating that her speaking voice and her singing voice are so different, like, you know, because her singing voice is so clear. And so strong, but her mm-hmm. speaking voice has kind of got that rasp to it. That when yeah. emotion creeps in, it is really—it's there, it's present. It's the nodules, darling. But the um, but with when she's singing, like the you know, you don't feel that kind of raw emotion. Like she's very yeah. good at you know singing a story and giving you the emotion, but there's no kind of like oh, it's affecting the emotion yeah, is affecting sure. my vocal delivery. Mm-hmm. Like it's I'm I'm able to create emotion with with music, but but hearing her voice affected by an emotional moment is is really yeah. quite full on. It's like oh, this is a woman that doesn't falter when she sings. Like, but here she is speaking and having trouble controlling. Yeah, and that's kind of what this whole chapter is in terms of you know many chapters, even when they go quite deep. Mm there's an element of the performer in them. Yeah. Um, whereas this really wasn't there at all. That's no. why I had to find <laughs> moments of levity, oh, darlings. You, you don't Because it just wasn't. I'm, I'm like... quite happy to sit and live in the in the sad spaces. Like I'm not. I know. You need more um, therapy. Because I'll be honest, like this chapter. <laughs> sorry, what was that? I you need more it. therapy. <laughs> yeah. I'm still getting the therapy, darlings. I um, no, I did. I, I had... Um, not quite the reaction of dandelion tea to yeah. this chapter, which but- is a, which is a, a, that's more a reaction of shock and horror. Yeah, like this is a and- reaction of like melancholy and and sadness and grief. Yeah, and but also there's there's also a, a feeling of joy as well, like a celebration of his life and reconciliation. Well, and even that there was someone in Mariah's life, yeah, that didn't take advantage, yeah, in the way. Maybe it wasn't a perfect relationship. No. But like you said, there was the closure. Yeah. And and there was healing. And that's, you know, I think a lot of people have complicated relationships in their lives, but it's especially with family. Yeah. But you sort of have that thing at the end of the day, well, okay, when it comes down to it, we care. Whereas perhaps in some other relationships in Mariah's life, that's not as certain. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that does bring us to the end of the chapter. Oh. Lord, baby Jesus. Oof. So, let's hit up a little Mariah meatiness. Mariah meatiness. Mm, Mariah meatiness. 
So for the Latin Elvis, mm. we both gave that an eight. Mm-hmm. And the Lamley, look, it's a little split between five to eight and infinity. Yeah. So that's okay. Um, I blame myself the, for that because I click infinity on all of those. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even give it infinity either for your own vote. <laughs> Um, and then for the Emancipation of Me, I gave that a nine and Fab gave that Emancipation Infinity. Yeah. And the Lamy gave that Infinity of as well. Of course they did. How could so you not? For, right. The, for the Father and the Sunset, what is your score from number one to Infinity? For raw emotion, hmm. it's Infinity. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> infinity Plus. It's getting its whole its own streaming network. <laughs> Really raw emotional yeah, yeah. content. It's, it's next to Glitter Plus. Um, yeah, look, I'm the same. Like, I haven't given an infinity for a while, but I this is it was a different. This stands out very differently than a lot of the other heartfelt chapters. Not yeah. in a in in a way of being more or less affecting. It's just different. And it's I very do matter. Of fact. I do love the way you know she's used the fact that the she's broken time up in the book. That you know this happened before Charm Bracelet. Um, yes, because the song during yeah. the recording, uh, yeah. and you never get a sense, even though we know listening to the album that this has happened. Um, but when she's recording the album, because it's such a triumphant kind of thing, it's like a, I've got a new record label and I'm starting again, and it's you know it's going to be amazing. So this this would have like this if it sat in its real chronology would have kind of affected the way we felt about that album you know, mm-hmm. from from reading that chapter. But putting it here, even though it lives there, <laughs> it just feels like a really, you know, yes, we've had some triumphant start stuff. We've had Charm Bracelet and then we've had Emancipation of Mimi and then we've had, you know, also the fact that that uh, Luis Miguel relationship went for three years straddling mm-hmm. all of this. Um, yeah. And then you go, oh, so it's like a little jigsaw puzzle. She's gone, yes, this happened back then, but I'm talking about it now because it's important, you know. It's just like I'm giving it its own space, yeah. I just I really love the structure of this book, I really love what she and Michaela Angela Davis have done to create like a narrative out of her her story, and it is, it's like. A conversation it's not yeah and it's yeah which are not often linear you sort of go yeah. oh, and then this yeah but what even just you saying that the reminder that this was happening during charm bracelet and of course everything else that was happening mm-hmm. in the years around that time with glitter but also with louise and and tommy so happening like um, the two record and labels and the, like the, the, the yeah. regular stuff a like, lot of regular actually, stuff happening yeah it throws more weight behind her Behind the emancipation of Mimi and how yeah. she was feeling. Because I, it's almost like now she knows someone's proud of her. Mm. And it sort of makes her go, oh, I can do this. Yeah. Like, I knew I could, but I needed that little reminder. Yeah. Because it's been shit upon shit upon shit. Rice upon rice upon rice. Yes. And not a whole lot of fucking goodness. And here's one little thing that is from my childhood. Yeah. That's boosted me a little bit. I, I do have that support. I weirdly had Bye 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 come back into my head the Bye Bye come into my head the other day. Not, <laughs> not the end scene. <laughs> um and you know, like the lyric you never saw me back at number one entered my head and I was like, oh that must have been so such a bittersweet moment mm-hmm. going through the whole emancipation thing going Oh, imagine the clippings of this in my dad's collection. He would have loved it. Yeah, and I was even thinking about when she mentioned um, rock and roll and, yeah. you know, the grandfather they never met sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, all right, so I will put that up for the Lamely to vote. I have an idea of how that will go. Yeah, I don't even know where um, you're going to put the other options up there. <laughs> <laughs> Just put four infinities. <laughs> so now we've got the remix. Oh. The remix. What is your remix for this chapter? So my remix is, and this is going to be difficult. Are you prepared? Oh, God, no. So (laughs) he didn't want her reading the Bible to him. Respect his wishes, Mariah. (laughs) 
Like, don't sit there reading the Bible to someone who didn't want to hear from it. Sure. <laughs> you know, I, I hate the fact that religious freedom sometimes is a one-way door. Like, I, yeah. like, it's like, please respect my religion. I'm like, yes, I respect your religion. I am, I am jealous of your religion sometimes. I'm jealous of people's faith and their surety in, in life. But it's not a one-way door. Yeah. Like, respect my decision not to have you come to my house and preach at me. <laughs> yeah. um, it's funny because it ties a little bit into what I was saying before about the comfort. It's not always about the person, the yeah. other person. Sometimes you're comforting yourself. Yes. And I can sort of get where that's come from. Yeah. And I get why she was doing it. And I know that people who are deeply religious think that what they're doing is bringing something, bringing joy to someone who doesn't have it. They're bringing... Uh, you know, something that they feel someone needs. But I just sometimes wish some religious people could go, oh, okay, you don't want to participate in what I'm what I'm giving you and mm-hmm. I'll give you that space. But I understand the impetus behind what she was doing and all of that, but I just, you know, if he didn't want it and if, you know, especially if he had horrible experiences with religion mm-hmm. in the past, maybe this is something... He he really didn't want in his last days, so that's my only remix. <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you feel like going? And say, <gasps> it's like more. Oh. <laughs> and I now I know why you were asking. <laughs> I look and I I get it. I get that you know it brings people comfort, and I get that reading from the Bible brings people a lot of peace, and it is a really spiritual thing that you know, gives people so much. But, you know, if if someone doesn't want that, then... And I get that the Bible says go out and give it to them. <laughs> um, please bring everyone over to our side. But uh, it's just sometimes I feel like, you know, religious freedom should include freedom from religion. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's funny because I sort of took kind of a little bit of this in my remix. mm in a slightly different direction. So my remix is that Mariah actually took care of her own remix. Yes. In this chapter, she took Alfred Roy's dying wish that Mariah and Allison would speak again. Yeah. And created the limited time remix featuring <laughs> Jesus at your funeral. <laughs> she was like, I appreciate your dying wish demo. Yes. But I'm going to layer it and make it more me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it kind of touches on a similar thing. I just... And look, okay, the levity. <laughs> I, I, you know, the whole thing with Alison. I'm like, yes, I'm. I, I love that they did that for him, but I also get her not wanting to continue that relationship beyond. Well, that in another sort of weirdly timed thing, because mm. this has been happening throughout this show, mm. where something will come up as we're reading about it. Yeah, I happened to come across a, a clip of one of the Wendy Williams oh. interviews with Mariah. Um, it was only a short clip and it was about... Um, this is where Mariah tried Mariah's, to hang up on it. <laughs> I mean, that happened a few times. But Mariah talks about her father passing mm. and Alison. And during this time, because I think Wendy asked how yeah. she is. Um, and Mariah said, oh, we're, we're talking at the moment. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So I think it did last a little beyond yeah. his passing. But I was so shocked that I heard that and then went into this chapter and we were at it. Yeah. And just kind of going, oh. Um, but, you know, that the way Mariah was talking in that interview was very much just sort of like, yeah, when things happen, you sort of, you come together. Yeah. Um, but obviously that wasn't, you know, uh, it was a relationship that maybe wasn't Look, going to withstand that Yeah, time. and there's, you know, I'm sure as soon as uh, someone rocked up to the ATM, uh, she just mm. went, oh, the ATM's closed. Look, I didn't add it into the Mimi moments, but there was some ATM-related stuff in the news <laughs> about social security payments. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, all right. On to Can Take That Away, Mariah's Lesson. Can Take That Away. Uh, so my lesson is mm. 
we're all going to die. Yeah. So fuck hiking, <laughs> eat sweets and enjoy a splash, darling, because it's, it's, it's true. You don't like, you know, you want to look after yourself mm. and you do. We all do. Um, but, the, you know, the fact is Alfred Roy did look after himself quite a lot. Yeah. And yet this horrible thing still happened. Oh, that, that absolutely does. I, I'm, I'm more, from, for me, that kind of relinquishing those things is more about analysing how I feel after doing them. Yes. And yeah. I never feel as amazing as I think I am going to feel. Like, I, didn't, I haven't had coffee for four months now, I think. Oh, wow. Because I've had this weird gastric thing going on. Um, and I went and had like a scan thing. A spit roastoscopy. They went in both ends. You should see my sheet. It's amazing. Do you want to see the photos? <laughs> my Please, internal TikTok. No. Um, <laughs> um, and like, apparently I gave very little resistance, which does not surprise me. Um, but, <laughs> but then they said, oh yeah, there's, there's nothing. You're missing stand up, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> There's like, there's nothing, you know, really there. So you can have a coffee if you want to. So I had a coffee the next day and I felt horrible. Yeah. Like just terrible and was like, oh, I'm, I'm better without. Same as, you know, the few times I've tried to have alcohol since I stopped in 2013. Like I'll have one, um, I'll have a glass of wine with someone and then the next day we'll feel awful and it's just one yeah. glass of wine and i don't really like the feeling of not being in control like which was yeah, my favorite thing in the world i love being off my face and having no control <laughs> um but now i'm like because then you don't have to take responsibility i yeah. guess as well it's like it wasn't me i know and but now i've done much worse things sober so <laughs> it really was me <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah just that feeling the next day like feeling like i haven't slept properly feeling quite a little bit bilious and i'm like oh that's right hangover is like I hang over from one glass of wine. Like, it's like, I'm like, how did I cope with all of the whole bottle and yeah. go to work the next day at 4 a.m.? Like, I just, yeah. I just well, think of how I feel about things yeah. when I've done them. And I totally understand Alfred Roy going, nah, not for Yeah, me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, and I agree. And I feel the same way. And it's more about the denying yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. So it's like, it's just that balance of going, and something I've learned, like, I need to be active. Because yeah. it's better for my mind and yeah. my body to be active. I feel so much emotionally if, better if I'm physically active. Yes. Which I never thought because, I would say yeah. when I was 140 kilos. No. <laughs> when and I was like, no donuts I, on my friend. Know. Yeah, so <laughs> And, you know, and because of my similar issues, I almost made an enemy of the other side. Yeah. And, and I've had to learn to live in the in-between yeah. going, yeah, okay, six donuts aren't going to make me feel better. No. But if I eat one donut... Or, or I don't do one workout. Do you rim okay the too. donut first? Oh, obviously. <laughs> if it's pink iced, why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just that thing of like recognizing how much is too much, what your limits are, what your yeah. boundaries are. And sometimes the limit is not. You know, I don't drink coffee, never have, mm. because I knew that I'd get addicted to it. Um, I try not to binge anything in terms of even television. Now. Oh, you don't even have that um, streaming service with that name. I don't actually. I've got some others, but I, I try to limit my I'm like that with TV. Intake. I get to the end, I'm like, okay, I don't want to watch the next one. I'm moving on to something yeah, else. That's something I've had to learn because I would spend the whole day or the whole week and I'd put other things off. Yeah. And I'm having... But I can do the same with work. Yeah. So, again, it's a little all or nothing. But it was sort of... Yeah, it was... For me, it was like... You know, if you're doing it because you feel better not doing ABC, mm. great. But not to sort of... I'm never going to have this thing in case. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, you could be hit by a bus. So I know. <laughs> it's a little bit of the in-between. But anyway. I think, you know, it's, <laughs> if it makes you feel better emotionally or spiritually, not having those things or, you know, feeling like they are guilty indulgences, then maybe you do feel better. It depends on who you are. Different yeah. horses for different courses. It's the horse from the butterfly video clip. Yeah. Um, Specifically <laughs> My lesson My can't can take that away Is uh, You know You you can choose To take the damage Of your childhood And your The hideous things That were visited upon you And you can Continue the cycle And put those on your kids Or You can do what Mariah has done 
and choose that as a lesson for what not to do as a parent. Yeah, yeah. And protect your kids from those things. And I absolutely loved reading about that in this chapter, like that she's gone, here's all the things that I found difficult about my childhood and that I wish I was protected from and I wish I had explained to me and I wish I could find somewhere to find you know, solace in, and I'm going to apply those lessons to my mothering. And it just, I think, you know, bringing up Moroccan at the very end of this chapter was just like a beautiful moment of like, here is, here is the legacy of the bad lessons I've learned and yeah. how I can channel those into good teachings. And I think it was important that literally the word yet. Yeah. Because I think sometimes people can go to the ex- the opposite extreme, yeah. and become so protective. Oh yeah, and 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 not yeah, and and almost you know cover them in you know cushion. Yeah. Um, whereas Cut this more was more a thing of like <laughs> the the main thing for Mariah was I'm going to give them a childhood. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, and and so that that so that they know that they're loved. Yeah. They're loved in a healthy way. Um, and this is obviously a very extreme circumstance in what Mariah went through. I, I know sometimes people who go the exact opposite and, and you think, well, actually, there is an in-between. Yeah. Similar to what we were saying before. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah, take, absorb the stuff that was good. Yeah. That you go, oh, that was, I'm really glad that happened. Whether it was um, love through a kind, compassionate mm. um, lens or whether it was, you know, oh, mum and dad wouldn't let me do this until 15, but actually I'm really glad that they didn't let me do that till 15. Yeah. But yeah, I think that lesson of growing up and, and understanding what were the things that were helpful mm. and that I look back at now and go, oh, I'm glad that yeah. that thing, that that boundary was in place. Yeah. And then the other ones where there was, oh, there was no boundaries whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So we've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. And I think now it's time to not know some people with the I don't know hers. Well, it's difficult because, I mean, we did know Ellison briefly. But then I think we went back to not knowing her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it wasn't even knowing. It was an awareness. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she, she entered the field of view <laughs> briefly. <laughs> so I do have that we continue not to know Alison and Morgan. Morgan. Um, I don't think we know Awards or Quincy Jones just for this chapter. Yeah. Um, and Mariah does not know unconventional congregations, darling. She does not. <laughs> Doesn't know them. <laughs> she knows Jesus. She knows Jesus. She knows full Pentecostal, great big gospel yeah. moments and will happily visit them upon an unwitting congregation. <laughs> <laughs> Have I missed anyone? Uh, no. Um, bringing us to the Mariahism. Mariahisms. So last chapter we presented our favourite Mariahisms, um, being diamonds aren't my best friend, but we're close. <laughs> and I only wish Princess Di lived long enough to have Instagram. <laughs> and put it to the Lamley to vote for their favourite. Now I have to say, because I listened. Mm. The, the Princess Di thing didn't come across as funny in the chapter. No. Um, but when it's written down, it just is it's, it's insane. It's just, when you look at it, you're like, what is that sentence? I know. <laughs> so let me see. Oh. It's a tie. A tie? It's a tie. Oh That's okay. It just God. means we're both right. We're both. We're always right. So, I mean, I went first last week, so I'll let you go first this week with what is your Mariahism? Well, it's hard because they're all very emotional. We might have the exact same one because it was hard. Um, (laughs) But I did find this one both emotional, heart-wrenching and a little bit hilarious all in one bundle. That bundle of paper scraps was more validating than all my awards and Quincy Jones's combined. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't go for the same one. This is interesting. I nearly went for, only because similar to the Princess Di one, it just read funny. It oh, wasn't yeah. funny. I guess it's hard to keep up with such a high standard of orderliness as you get older and weaker. Oh. <laughs> it just, it sounds like a read. It's not, <laughs> but it sounds like a read. But no, the only thing that I could find that was a little bit 
of like a tongue-in-cheek mm. Mariah thing was it was a whole Pentecostal moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one time I felt Mariah kind of was like, it was the moment, darling. Yes, it was a whole and Pentecostal moment. It was moment. a whole Pentecostal moment. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll put that um, to the Lamley to vote for their favourite and see what they come back with. Yay. But now we are almost home. Oh, well, here we are, almost home. Uh, so, next chapter is going to be even more difficult than this one, <laughs> I suspect. <laughs> so, yeah, we were, we were looking at doing the chapter Precious mm. with this chapter. I'm really glad we did. Oh, yeah, that, that would have been um, too much. Because it just would have been too much. But the, the chapter is very short. Yes. And we do want to touch on the movie. Yes. And the performances within. But we sort of thought we're heading into a festive season. Mm. And because this isn't a Mariah-centric movie, no. going she's the full glitter good. treatment. She's very good in it. But the going the full glitter treatment where we do a whole breakdown oh, and no, a we whole... Can't do that for, it was too much. Not for precious. So what we're going to do is we're going to interpolate the chapter and the movie. Yes. So we'll go away. You guys do, you know, go away, read the chapter, listen to the chapter and watch the movie. If you can. And then we'll do... It's if you can, it's, it is full-on warning if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, if you haven't uh, seen it. But it's it, also It's an wonderful. amazing, amazing film. It's really, really good. Um, and and so we'll sort of do a breakdown, not quite a posh synopsis. I don't want to go quite that yeah. far. But a bit of a breakdown, but more focused on Mariah's scenes while touching on the character of Precious and, and her journey. Yeah. I thought that was a way of... Not bringing us down too much before Chrissy, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, but still giving it the light, you know, giving it the the time that it deserves. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be getting all festive in in December. <gasps> so much festivity! So much. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so yeah, please, uh, you know, follow us on the Instagrams, yes. the Twitter, the Facebook at me I'm a memoir, um, and hit us up on Gmail at gmail.com, me I'm a memoir at gmail.com. And if also, you have- if you if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, or even if you find it a crushing nightmare, but you have to listen to all of them because <laughs> you have some sort of uh, need to listen to Masoch- every single one. Masochistic. Um, <laughs> please leave us a rating or a yes. comment on the the iTunes. <laughs> One star for Fab, four for me, which makes yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I need the five and Fab doesn't. I, mean, I need no. I would, I would be happy with zero stars. I just like the feedback. I just want validation in any color. In any color. You hate me enough to <laughs> write about it. Yeah. I want, I want, I want to polarize. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to wrap it up. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that works in that scenario, but let's say it does. Let's say um, it does. But yes, give us the love. And I just wanted to report that I think Spain has has come up in oh. the in the geographical. That's exciting. List. So if that well, we might revisit that at some stage if if it continues to. That's change. exciting. Uh, all right. Well, we will see you next Mariah Monday for Precious, and it will be. Quite a journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Bye, Lamely. Bye. Bye. Bye.